You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Tim Fulton. I'm Andy Smith. And he wasn't paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. We're here with our good buddy, Chris. How are you, Chris? What's going on, guys? What's happening, buddy? This is What Do You Got? What Do You Got? One of us brings a topic to the table that the other guy doesn't know about. And we talk about it for a little while because at this time we kind of do know what it's about. We do know what it's about because it's a part two. I'm looking to get Chris's take on uh, this one we did a couple weeks ago. All right. Five rule changes to the UFC that we've – how you think they would pan out if they were implemented. Okay. Ones that have been talked about in the past, some of them haven't really been. You kind of made these up? Uh, some of them I've heard on people talk about okay. constantly and other ones I've heard guys mention once or twice that I thought were interesting. Okay. Number one is one I thought was interesting. Two minute break in between rounds. Ooh. Um, are you asking if I like it or, or how it would change things? Do you like it? No. How do you think it would change the sport? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Give them one um, second and break in between yeah. rounds. No, no I don't. Breaks. No, I don't because we'd still be watching fights right now. <laughs> if that Make was the case. Oh, yeah, he has rounds. a really valid um, point there. But. Um, I, I, can, I, say, I say no, and, and I'm going to point to the Tim kennedy Yoel Romero fight as the reason for a no. Ooh, interesting. Why do you point to that fight for no? Because Tim Kennedy rocked Yoel Romero. Uh-huh. I don't remember what round it was. Uh, at the end of the round. Yes. And Yoel took an extra, it was like 30, 30 ish plus or minus second. seven seconds. Yeah, something like that. In between rounds. I don't know if you know about that. Yeah. And, we talked uh, about this before. And it you allowed just... him, uh, we think, it allowed him enough recovery, and he ended up uh, stopping Tim Kennedy in that, the, that same round, right? The next round, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the, 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 the theory going around is that 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 extra time gave Yoel, Yoel enough time to recover, and it impacted the fight significantly. I I see what you're saying. I agree. But if everyone has two minutes in between rounds, two things change in that fight. Number mm-hmm. one, Tim Kennedy also gets two minutes to well, rest. Tim Kennedy got a minute and thirty eight seconds too. Yes, but it wasn't a relaxed minute and 38 seconds. Mm-hmm. He was clearly pissed off mm-hmm. and that changed the entire tempo of the fight. Mm-hmm. Who's ever shaking their leg. They got to stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can hear it. I get, it I get restless. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, I'm really amped about these rule sets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I see what you're saying. And that's a good example of, of how the two minute rounds would have changed that. But then again, does that mean that every time a guy gets rocked at the end of the round, we should take away the break? No. Playing devil's advocate. No, of course not. Okay. I'm I'm pointing out the one anecdotal piece of evidence we have. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So do you think it Why would help or like hurt it. the sport? Um oh, that's a really good question. So I think um I think if the sport started with two minute rounds and we didn't know any different, I don't I don't think it would matter. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. Pride used to have two minute breaks. Yeah. Um I think I think personally it would hurt the sport because I think it it downplays a lot of the conditioning that these guys put themselves through Mm. and uh, it doesn't make it as i mean it's still really important like 15 minutes of grueling physical activity uh where you're you know literally fighting for your life is is you know challenging yeah it's hard it's hard yeah i don't yeah yeah. it's tired i don't care how much you think but two but an extra three minutes total if it's a 15 if you get the full fight or an extra five minutes yeah total if you get uh if it's a championship fight 
That's big, man. Yeah, do you think it, it would a lot. make the fights faster because guys have more time to rest? They'll be more energetic in between like coming out of the middle of the, uh, the end of the round? Um, maybe. Because if guys have an extra minute, they might fight at a faster pace because a lot of guys, but I've heard a lot of UFC fighters talk about how they think that five five-minute rounds is too long to fight. Okay. And I'm just thinking that maybe it would make, the, make it faster. Maybe it would see... Guys, maybe not take as much time to get going in the, in the fights. I don't know. I just yeah, thought it was I think a, it's, it's it's definitely possible. We'd probably see more knockouts too, more energy. Yes. Yeah. It was just interesting because I've never heard anybody bring that up. I heard it talked about by two different people. I was like, that's interesting. That would really change the entire sport. Right. Um, numero dos. Downed opponent. Okay. If we do a downed opponent. But we bring back old school pride rules of head kicks and no stomps, but head kicks and knees to the head on the ground. Um, but so far, all I'm hearing is that you want pride back. Yeah, <laughs> I want pride. But basically, so what far, you're like, we do? Well, pride had pride it. Pride back. Yeah. And so another example by pride. If you, there's a lot of positions that guys get in. Uh, in the UFC and other MMA organizations where stomp, uh, you know, soccer kicks, knees to the head on the ground are illegal. Um, I don't think that you should be able to do what you did in pride with the stomps because mm -hmm. of the cage. Yeah. Um, and I also don't think you should be able to knee to the top of the head like you would were able to in pride because that to me just shows like you're just trying to cause disc damage to the person's neck. But I think if you implement knees to the face and kicks to the face on the ground, it completely changes the it changes game. Everything. Huh? It changes everything. It changes everything. Because when you get into a position, especially if you're on bottom, you know like these guys know what they have to worry about and what they don't have to worry about. Yeah. And 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 kicks and knees to the head are one thing that they can ignore. Yes. And uh if you if you add that in, I mean it's it's gonna change the way that guys have to train and all that stuff. Um, I also think, I mean, I, I don't think I have to say this is pretty obvious, but you're putting your fighters at significant risk for serious injury. And I don't think the UFC wants to do that because they allowed. pay these guys thousands of dollars, yeah. millions of dollars. Yeah. Some of them. But you're allowed to head kick somebody standing up. Yeah, but they're also allowed to defend it. And it's a lot harder to defend it when you're on the ground. But what does that mean? Like the way that I the way that I look at it is I see it both ways. I'm not I'm not totally for the rule, but I'm not totally against it. But you can shin someone in the face when they're standing up. Right. So what is the difference if they're standing up? I I understand the argument of the cage where if your head is wedged against the cage, you could cause serious damage like that. But kneeing someone in the face standing up versus me kneeing you on the face on the ground Minus the fact that your head is going back into the canvas, but from the side, it's kind of like – it's not really like apples and oranges. It's kind of like different kinds of apples. So I, I think it is apples and oranges, and I have, a couple, I have a couple reasons why. One, when you're standing, you have a lot more mobility. So I can move backwards. I can duck my head down. Mm -hmm. I can move left and right. I can put my hands up. Yeah. When I'm on the ground – I've I've lost I have now I have something against my back that now I can't move in those directions. Yes. Right. So my mo mo my mobility and my ability to defend is significant significantly decreased. The other reason is that if someone is kicking down at you, they now have gravity working with them, so it increases the force of the of the kick or the knee that they're throwing, 
and increases the risk of you getting if you're throwing it from the top but you're also allowed to punch someone in the face and elbow someone in the face when you're on top right but your but your arms are not capable of delivering much damage as your as your knees and, and legs no but what i'm what i'm saying is i don't think it's as i think it changes the game and it's it it changes the game because people are not safe in positions that they're normally safe in but i think that it's it might be a little slightly more dangerous because of the lack of movement and the fact that you have a hard surface behind your head but i don't think it's this ungodly difference in in striking power that's going to that that's like it's it's too unsafe it's too unsafe mm-hmm. the other thing that it takes away is the downed opponent rule with like if i got my pinky on the on the canvas you can't knee or kick me in the face against the cage which right. i hate that rule yeah we see a, little, a lot of disqualification yeah of that. i don't like it mm-hmm. so the other one on this one though is which brings me to rule number three immediate points being taken away for fouls yeah i like that whether it be the nut shot ones i'm a little bit lenient with depending on how severe the nut shot is mm-hmm. if it's like a you know, you hit the cup, but the guy's like, I'm good, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Then, okay. Stefan Struve, that's a point in my book. Mm-hmm. But eye pokes, illegal yeah. knees to the face on the ground. Yeah. I think it's a point. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think eye pokes for sure. Um, because you're not supposed to, first of all, you're not supposed to be extending with your fingers uh, at all. Um, I think the UFC could probably do a little bit better of a job of, uh, with the gloves that they that they have their fighters wear, they can get the curl ones like Pride. The, yeah, the curl ones, um, and I think that would that would probably almost entirely eliminate eye pokes because you can't you physically can't extend your fingers yeah. as much. Some guys are known for using that as a yeah. deterrent for people to come in, right? John and Jones. yeah, and you can you know if you're say you're down in the fight or your 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 opponent's building momentum and you you post out maybe not with the full intent. But knowing that it's very possible that I could eye poke this guy and slow down his momentum and give myself a break, gain an advantage off that, like that's yeah. definitely something that plays through a fighter's mind. Some guys so do it I, on purpose. I, yeah. Um, but also, too, when guys spar in boxing gloves, when you, when you go to parry someone or when they move in, in the glove, you're opening your hand as wide as it can go right. to make it the glove a little bit bigger to push off. Yeah. And you have those tendencies even with the fingerless gloves. And the pro- and if you're trying to push someone's face, you want more surface area. You don't want to close your surface area. So it's not – a lot of guys don't intend to do it. Yeah. But it's like you still poke me in the eye though. Yeah. And even when you're fighting with, with um, you know, full, full gloves, full tie gloves or boxing gloves, like you're still – like that's still a motion you're doing. Like if I'm going to mush someone away, like I'm still opening my palm fully. Yeah. So it's just – it's a natural reaction. It's muscle memory. It's what yeah. you do. Yeah. yeah. But but the fact that the it's so easy to extend your fingers fully in a, in a yeah because I th- cause I, th- I think if you start taking points immediately for something like that guys will stop doing it yeah and what do you think about like cage grabs because that's a kind of a weird one for me yeah um, I think it's a natural instinct I, to I would wanna... be less inclined to say yes take a point for that because because a lot of people don't realize they're doing it I think more so with with the eye pokes people realize what they're doing. More, yeah. more, more, more. It's hard to keep your beginning. fingers from going in, your fingers and toes from going in the cage. I think, though, that if you're going for a takedown and you as the referee feel that the guy grabbing the cage is what caused him to not get the takedown, um, I think that that might should be a point. Mm. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. But I think 
more I think points need to be taken yeah, for yeah. fouls more quickly. Yes. Because that Stefan Struve fight was like he got hit in the balls twice that could have ended the fight. You're saying only one point was taken away. You're saying there should have been two points taken away. A hundred percent. Because of the severity of the first one, it changed the entire tempo of the fight. Like nobody was even sure he was going to continue. So it should, in my opinion, that changed the fight enough to where it should have been a point, whether it was accidental or not. That fight was different as soon as that happened. And it yeah. wasn't Stefan Struve's fault. So he, it's like, why is he being punished? He was the guy that was fouled. Right. And I'm going to give you a stern warning. That doesn't help me. Right. You know, well, um, while we're on this tangent, I got, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Um, uh, just going back to that Rothwell Struve fight. If it's, if it's, and what, and what Mergliata said to Struve, if it's, uh, kicks to the, to the, to the, to the cup, um, it, it becomes a no contest. But if it's eye pokes and the fight is stopped, it becomes a disqualification. Why? And and what and, no. and should it be that way? No. I, I believe it is. No, because I believe um when Jeremy Stevens got eye poked against Yoel uh, uh I know who you're Yair Rodriguez. Oh, uh, you might that, be right. That was a, that they was a, that do- was the a, doctor stopped it and it was ruled a no contest because yeah. the doctor stopped the fight. You're right. And ignore me. They <laughs> carry on. And Never they, mind. Ignore the past. I'm not asking the questions that. here. Yeah, I can see the reason why that's a no contest because of that. But then again, it's like if I'm if if I don't think anybody's done this, but if you're a scumbag, I'm losing really really bad. I don't want a loss in my record. Just kick him in the nuts. Have you have you seen the one? I don't remember what the fighter was, but he was caught in a choke and he reached around and grabbed the guy's eye socket and like pulled his head back. Have you seen that one? No. But do you oh. remember Big Daddy Goodridge? No. Big Daddy Goodridge was fighting. Who the fuck was it? Not Conan Silvera. He was fighting somebody. We got caught in a guillotine or something like that. And this was the no holds barred. Yeah. It didn't have. He reached inside his shorts, grabbed his dick and balls, and just started squeezing and yanking on his dick and balls. There you go. Why, dude? It's just go. like you know what? Any advantage, man, dude. That's, that's old school. That's some old school. Yeah, that. That's some like be all the points. That's some like Krav Maga shit. That's, that's all what the that points. Is. That's all, all the points. points away. No, no points. No. Ban that man from the cage forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, number four. This is interesting one that it's got both good and bad. Live scoring for fights. Uh, well, elaborate. What do you mean by that? Every round that's over. They post the So score. the fighters know. And the public. Everyone knows who has won. The Changes record. a lot of stuff. Why not? In every other sport, that's how we do it. That's what I said. That was his argument for it. Yeah. But every other, every other combat different. sport does not. Mm. Only that's combat not sports don't tell you. That's not true. If you're in a Taekwondo tournament, you know when you get points. That's true. But I'm, I'm talking boxing, the main combat sports that we have in America that are popular. It's the sports that go off the 10-point must system. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we Corruption. Are, we already know Money. that's an issue to yeah. begin with. But, so. like, but you're right. Wrestling, all those have live scoring. Yeah. Yeah. I bet I bet, I bet. bet it stems back, It stems down from the, like, all that, like, putting money on fights and, yeah. and all that stuff. And, what do you and paying off the fighters. Yeah. Like that. yeah. That's, a, that's a 100% real thing. Yeah. Um, what do you think about live scoring, though? I don't think it changes much. Um I know I like I I think if the fighters are able to see like they I, they still they still have an idea in their head of what's going on, right? 
Like when we're, t- we thought so too, <laughs> for the most part, right? So, in the let's let's talk about the uh, so, so the Jose Aldo, um, who did he fight? Marlon Moraes. Marlon Moraes. It was uh, three days ago. In, in that fight, uh, that uh, so actually it would change it. So the live scoring would make Jose way more aggressive in that third round. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. And it would make Marlon I like, I not, like it. not want to engage. I like it. Some some arguments is that it will make fighters more stall, stall be sure. more boring. But it makes the other guy more you might, aggressive. You might see some more wild finishes, though. You might see some more wild finishes. You might see – I think it would give it a, an advantage to wrestlers. If they're the ones that are ahead. That's what I mean, yeah. It would I'm give, not assuming that if a wrestler is down 0-2, he's suddenly going to have an advantage. Yeah. But – um, It'll give the guys with the ability to change where the fight's taking place. I think the sport overall would change. I don't think it's necessarily good or bad, but it's not something I would like to see. Mm. As much as we don't like when we don't agree with judges, part of the enjoyment of the sport it's the, is getting pissed off. Right. And being like, that it's, motherfucker, it's the moment. how could he yeah. do well, that? We would still have that. It would just be in it little increments. It wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be you the would, same. You wouldn't, wouldn't get the and still or the yeah. and new at the yeah. end of the fight. And, but and, at the yeah. same time, judges or, or would also be fucked. Yeah. They would be fucked. Yeah, because be people would watch that right live away. and be like, who are these fuckers? Yeah. We could do that now. Yeah, but nobody knows. After the fight's over, nobody cares. When you, the fight is going on, and you're like, he fucking won that round? What? Yeah. And you put the judge's name right at the top of the scorecard. Yeah. Right. With his email address and his fucking Twitter handle. Just, All right, now you just, want people to die. Just just give them just give them a big number like it's the, uh, like it's the dunk yeah, contest. Yeah, 1-800. Hold up your number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So live scoring would be I, I definitely. I, 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 I understand, the, I understand what, what Tim's saying. I for see sure. both sides. Yes. For sure. Yeah. But. If we're talking about you know a, a wrestler who's up you know two zero going into the third round on the scorecard, he knows he is most likely, and he's gonna, yeah. it's not going to change his game plan. Yeah, if it's a close fight. I see how it could. I think but. it would change some fights. Other fights, it wouldn't change anything, and it, it would change some fights for worse, and it would change some fights for better. Exactly. Yeah. It's like yeah, all different things going on. Right, and you might see you might see instead of Overeem getting his lip split and getting knocked out, you might see him just run around the cage. Exactly. And stay away from Rosenstruck for, exactly. the, for the rest Which of the Which he was round. trying to do anyway. Um, okay, number five, still staying on the judges. This is the last one we're going to talk about. Five judges instead of three. Yeah. 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 More, more if possible. Yeah. It, the, 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 more you, the more you dilute the, judge field, the judging field, the more, the more likely it is that you're going to get the, the, the correct winner. And the more we could single out the guy who needs to go away. Yeah, like this guy's an asshole. Like he's yeah. never allowed to do this. Again. We had four guys say this guy, one guy said that guy. Sit him down on a on a talk show and have him explain yeah. it. Yeah. See, I think we're solving the wrong problem. I think adding more judges is going to be adding more difficulty. I think the actual solution is finding a way to get more qualified. Judges. That's that's a great point. More adequate judges. That's a great point. I think point. you're just going to have five idiots instead of three. But it does no to the idiots out there. It does make it if you have three guys in a room and two guys have one opinion and the other guy has another one, it's kind of hard to be like, well, that guy's wrong. Because you're like, it's two to one, so one guy switches and you have a totally different thing. But if three out of five or four out of five guys see it one way... I see, I see your point. Don't, yeah. get me, don't get me wrong. Law of averages and yeah. all that other bullshit. But I still think it's answering the wrong problem. I think yeah. you have to figure out a sincere answer to the qualification of judges i think it's a real problem yeah well i'm not i'm not necessarily sold that 
increasing the numbers is going to be the answer. To I don't that. think it's you're right. I don't think it solves the problem. I think it's a it's a minor step in a direction that is going to expose the problem that we have on because athletic commission will be like, Oh, two guys had it one way. One guy saw it the other way. But if you start putting these guys together, like why does this judge always see things differently? He always fucks up. The other four guys see it this way. How does he get it that way? And it's like, Hey, maybe we should send this guy to more training or maybe this guy shouldn't be a judge. Or maybe the UFC should, Institute their own judges and their Can't own training. That. That's conflict of interest. I, I, actu- I actually brought that up, and Andy went off on me. Ooh. Big conflict of he, interest. He's being very polite to you right now. Let's he pretend like went I didn't off just bring on me. Up. That's like saying, oh, I, and I actually don't agree with him. But that's like saying, okay, we're gonna have the uh, the Giants play in Giant Stadium. The Giants mm-hmm. referees are gonna ref the game. Mm-hmm. The ones that the the Giants hire and the Giants pay, they're going to ref okay. the game. Okay. No, so, no, so, no, no, no. Hold, real quick, it's not the same. It's the NFL saying we're going to hire referees because the UFC doesn't have an interest in any specific fighter. I know that's an overstatement. I know you're going to be like, yeah, No, but they, they really do, though. All right. But either way... It's a different. If it's a no, difference... I, 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 I see your point. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Part of me is just playing devil's advocate. And, but you're wholly concerned that by doing this, that the judges are going to be unfairly qualified to do this. But right now, they already suck. They, the, no, no. It's not that they're not qualified to do it. They're it's, it's, it's the underlying tone that the people that are paying the judges also own the company and pay the fighters. That's the conflict of interest. Is that right now, yes, I trust Dana White. I trust the guys in there now. But those guys are very unique people. And once they're gone, you're going to get people that are not in the spotlight. You don't know who's running the show. That's why boxing is so corrupt. Because there's a lot of shit like that where guys go to the um, the, the the judges are being wined and dined by the boxing promoter. Yeah. Okay. Why so, do you do that? That's... So let me let me let me retract and change my statement. Okay. Because I because I I get what you're saying and I don't but I wasn't the that wasn't the gist of what I was trying to get to. Okay. So the the people that the athletic commissions are are appointing to these fights are for the most part untrained. I, I, not not in they're not untrained in judging. They they don't have training in this in the sport they're watching. Yeah. The judges they need that that they need to be uh, appointing to these fights need to have a significant amount of training to understand what's going on. Cause a lot of these, a lot of these decisions that go, you know, the, the, the way that the, the fight actually didn't it's from lack of knowledge is from lack of knowledge. Like, like they don't understand. Don't yeah. Yes. Like it's don't matter. Um, way too much, uh, emphasis being given to, to uh, a takedown at the end of the round when they got dominated that round. Yeah. Things like that, where they don't fully understand a grappling exchange, things yes. like, like the people who are untrained in the sport aren't fully able to, to look at that and understand what's happening and give a fair judgment. Mm. So I agree that it shouldn't be the, U- the UFC, but I, but my, the point I was trying to make with that was get people who have, have been in the sport, been around the sport, done the sport, have them judge. the fights. Maybe, Maybe the UFC could do something as like a extend an olive branch. We're like, hey, listen, we'll have a we'll have a set a facility around where you guys can meet once a week, and the referees can can teach the judges because a lot of most of the referees are either ex fighters or they've trained in some discipline. A lot of them are, so maybe you could have them since they are hired by the athletic commission. 
to teach the guys that are also part of the athletic commission on like show them old fights. Don't show them who won and say, who do you think won that fight? And why do you think they won that fight? Mm-hmm. And just get a breakdown of how these people are thinking and just correct them with, according to our rules, this is why that is not correct. I wonder if they do something like that. I'm sure they have to yeah. as part of their job, but I don't know. It seems like they may maybe miss meetings and don't go. <laughs> And to be fair to the judges, I know it's easy to rag on them, but we often don't agree ourselves amongst things. So a lot of times, yeah, you might say, oh, that's a what is that stupid fucking decision? But it might just be that we just don't agree with them. We didn't quite see exactly what they saw. That's true. Maybe it's their angle. Maybe they didn't see a headshot because it it wasn't in the right position. Yeah, that's definitely true. There's a good argument that judging should be not ringside. Right. It should be watched in a room that. with no crowd that's, influence that's and no sound. That's very interesting. Because yeah. sometimes the com- like Comment- commentators yeah, the, make a huge the difference. The commentators, yeah, yeah, they, they, they can, influence us as viewers. There's a several fights, and you probably know a couple I'm talking about, but there's several fights where if you watch the fight, it's one guy is really good. The other guy is not expected to do good, but he does a lot better than people expect. And if you listen to the commentary, they're so engulfed on how good the guy they thought was shitty is doing. They make it sound like he's winning, but he's not. It's just because he's not doing as bad as he was supposed to that it makes it come off like he's winning. You see it in boxing a lot more than you do in MMA. Yes. It's like, oh my God, Like, look at this. He's actually landing shots. He's doing this. It's like, yeah, but he's not winning. Like the other guy's still getting the better clearly. And then there's also been a lot of robberies, like notorious robberies and fights where you're like, "All right, this is getting ridiculous. Like something has to be done." Yeah. Sometimes you see that with like home cooking, like Brazilians get the get the nod in Brazil even though oh, yeah. they really shouldn't have won that fight. That's a big one. Um, let me let me make one more suggestion to this point though. Why not why not have retired fighters a lot of them need money anyway. That's why they come out of retirement and fight again. Yeah. Why not pay them to be judges Maybe for your for fights? Personal bias, Conflict could be. Of interest. So, yeah. so, so you don't let them. You don't let them judge a fight where someone uh, was in their training camp. I would make it so that they would avoid their own weight class. But that's or, that's or yeah. that's easy to do. If you have five fighters on rotation, one from each weight class from previous years, then you just make it so they don't hit their own weight class, and you rotate. Yeah. Also, too, I believe I like your idea. I if like you it. are a fighter, you have the uh, the ability to object to the person who is refereeing your fight. I don't know if it's the same with judging, unless there's maybe like some valid thing, like that you have like a valid reason. I don't know if you're allowed to yeah, protest it, but um, that is a really good idea because those are guys that would know what they're talking about. The only issue you would run in there is if you get a guy who is a wrestler his whole life, he's going to be like, I'm partial to wrestling because I understand more about wrestling than I do about striking. And if you have a striker, he's going to be like, right. ah, takedowns don't count. But I'm not saying, you- saying that they will, but yeah. they might be partial to one or the other. Right. I see your point, but I do think that they're more inclined. It'd probably be better. Yeah, they're more inclined to be accurate. Yeah, it can't compared be worse. To- it can't be any worse. <laughs> yeah, I agree. At this point. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Do you know who does know what they're talking about? Us. I was going to say people who wear sweatshirts. That's true. They do. <laughs> Some of the most intelligent people on the planet. <laughs> and you could be one of those intelligent people. If you go to BrodownPro.com, we have some awesome shit for you. 
uh, like Biceratops over there and other cool stuff. I'm freezing right now. It is so I cool. took my shirt off just to show this off. Got to rep the merch, though. Got to rep it. I have one underneath. <laughs> yeah. He pussed out. Uh, I think that about wraps Yeah, right. don't forget to like and subscribe. And that about wraps us up. So yeah. we will see you guys next time. Thanks for stopping by. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fun.